Welcome to episode 11 of the Full Armor Game. We're going to go over the worst advice for dating. Some of the worst advice you'll find. This is with myself, Adam, aka Texting Prince, and the co host, Zar. Zardanya. Zardanya, Zar of Dating. All right. So in episode 11, we're going to talk about some of the worst advice we've heard, some advice that you're going to hear, or just some bad types of people to take dating advice from because that can set you backwards. A lot of the dating advice you're going to hear from myself and Czar is going to reprogram your mind from things you've been hearing. So it helps kind of declutter. Well, if you declutter, then you take in bad advice, it can send you backwards. So today we're going to help you figure out what type of advice is good with women and what type of advice is going to send you backwards in the dating world. You bring the crowns and heads of conquered kings to my city steps. You insult my queen. You threaten my people with slavery and death. This is Sparta! Put on the whole armor of game. Czar, you want to start us off? Yeah, so my number one on this list is female dating advice. We've all been there. Female dating coaches, they're coming out of the woodwork like cockroaches. And the issue with female dating coaches, you guys like to be coddled, right? You see a beautiful female dating coach and all of a sudden you want to be coddled by these women. So you will invest your money you'll pay whatever they're selling you'll pay for whatever they're selling and you also follow these women religiously you follow them religiously but when it comes to men like myself men like the texting prince who've been doing this for over 15 years who understand the game who've been getting women you want nothing to do with us fellas this is what pisses me off the most Go back to a time in high school, in college, after college. When was the last time you got dating advice from a woman and it actually fucking worked? You guys let me know. Anytime I've gotten dating advice from a, from a girl when I asked her about a certain situation, what should I do? It never fucking worked. Not once did it ever work for me. But you guys like to be coddled by just pearly things and all these other women out there who basically regurgitate the same bullshit they hear from other red pill content creators. That's it. Beware of false prophets, fellas. That's in the Bible. Beware of false prophets. We don't go up to the fish and ask the fish on how to catch them when we go fishing. We ask the fishermen, what hook are you using? What bait are you using? What reel are you using? What rod are you using? How far are you throwing it out in the water? We don't ask the fish. Let me let me explain something to you guys right now. Women don't even know what they want to eat. You think they know what they find attractive? You think they know what they truly find attractive? They don't. Women will say one thing and they mean another. They don't understand why they respond to certain traits, characteristics, things that men do and say. They don't understand why they respond positively towards that man. They don't understand it because it's backwards. He's doing things that is triggering me sexually and emotionally. Why is this happening? They can't decipher it, fellas. Okay. Women can't express themselves directly like men can and do. Women express themselves indirectly. They tell us things covertly. Men express things overtly out in the open. It's much harder for men to decipher what a woman actually means since we can't see the real message underneath. Women aren't going to tell you the brutal truth when it comes to dating. If they told you that, that pedestal that men have been putting them on top of for many years will collapse. They'll take that pedestal, they'll, they'll remove that pedestal 
from which you guys place them on top of. Why would women want to be honest with you? They don't tell you the brutal truth. Us men, me and the texting prince and other great dating coaches out there, we tell you the brutal truth. Things that work. Advice that we use that we've been doing for years. And that's what we're teaching you. This is why you never take female dating advice. Stop wasting your fucking money. But you guys love to be coddled like they're your mother. Because this girl is going to give you attention. That's what I have to say on that. Yeah, I have that same one down about beware of uh, dating advice from women for a couple reasons. Like Zar said, you know, you don't ask the fish how to be caught. So on one hand of it is that if you ask any woman, any woman that's dated around, have you ever had a toxic ex or a toxic ex-boyfriend? Every single one of them is going to raise their hands if they're being honest and say yes. And why would they ever go for a toxic ex-boyfriend or toxic guy? Well, again, it's because what what women emotionally respond to and what women are told they're supposed to respond to are two different things. So if a woman's giving you dating advice, we already know that women don't like rejection. It's not natural, right, in the progression of things for women to be asking out men and men to reject them. So a lot of women aren't used to rejection. So, of course, a woman's going to tell you things like in the texting game or in the online dating game or even just in the dating game in general, ways that it's going to make her feel comfortable. So like telling her how you feel, let her know where you stand. That's going to make a woman feel comfortable. So a woman dating coach is going to tell you that's what she likes to hear because that makes her feel comfort. But the problem, again, is that comfort and attraction are two different things. If she had an ex-boyfriend that's toxic, chances are he didn't make her feel comfortable. And so this leads into the next point of why it's really difficult to take dating advice from women is because what we've talked about before is her and woman's innate ability for hypergamy. So that is the, to sum it up, a woman wants the highest status man that she feels she can attain commitment from to sweep her off her feet so she can live happily ever after. So again, the problem with this is if you're taking dating coaches from women that have been dating around, a woman's hypergamy, she won't even be conscious of this, is she once she starts to date a certain caliber of man that we could even say is above the average guy in America, her hypergamy won't even let her basically see men that are below that threshold that she's now set for herself. So a lot of guys are taking advice from these women dating coaches that have dated around a bunch. And so these women dating coaches are going to tell you advice that works on her, but only from the type of man that she now pictures in her mind, which is going to be a very high status above average man. He's going to be above six feet tall, above six figures on the income ladder. He's going to have these above average social skills. So a woman's going to tell you what she wants to hear from a guy that she looks at as really, really high status. So if you're following that same game plan and you're saying these things that are like, hey, I really like you. I'm really interested. I want to go out Thursday for you. That girl's going to tell you that's good advice because that's what she wants to hear from a guy that she's already deemed high enough above her hypergamy. But again, most men, that's setting the th threshold below most men. So on an average um dating cycle with most women, women that haven't been dating around continuously, like a lot of these female dating coaches are, if you're revealing your cards too soon, hey, I really like you, no other girl for me, that type of stuff is not going to work well if she already doesn't deem you as the highest possible catch that she can get. So I know it's it's hard. Some women dating, dating coaches might think they're giving you the best advice, but her inner innate hypergamy has already ruled out a bunch of the average guys. So if you're an average guy, you have to learn from the other guys that have been through this cycle to know what works with women. That is keeping her guessing, keeping her wondering how you feel about her. Because as soon as a woman knows how you feel about her, her innate hypergamy goes, if I can attain him, I got to see if I can attain better. So that's going to be a big trap. A lot of women dating coaches are going to tell you advice that works if you're six foot six and have a six pack. But if you're an average guy, the things you're going to say are going to turn the average woman off because 
her hypergamy is going to always look for the highest status man. So as soon as you basically admit, I like you, I'm into you, she has to weigh that comparison. Are other guys like you also like me are into me? And if they are, then right, she's her hypergamy is going to work and those games won't work on her. So it's a it's a kind of a complicated but interesting distinction. But that is why I think dating advice from women does not work for the average guy. And I'm going to I'm going to sum it up by saying this, okay? This is the perfect way to put it, fellas, when you take dating advice from women and when you hear these female dating coaches. They mix in half truths with half lies. They sugarcoat it and they wrap it up in a nice little bow for you. Women are empathetic. Women are compassionate. They're not going to say anything that's going to hurt your feelings. So they're going to beat around the bush. Us men, we give you the brutal truth, things you need to hear. But women, like the texting prince said, they idealize that perfect man in their head. That's where their dating advice is coming from. I'll give you a great example. When I tell guys to not comply to this test that a woman does each and every time you go out on a date with her, here, hold my purse for me. When I make videos like that telling men to say no, I don't hold purses, I don't hold female garments, I don't hold female shit, however you want to say it. You know who gets offended the most? The women. The women get offended the most because in their mind, oh, that's the correct thing to do. Politically correct. You're supposed to hold your woman's purse or a woman's purse. Every time I've said no to holding a girl's purse on that first date, they always came back and guess what happened? How come it works for me, but you guys don't want to listen? What am I doing right that you guys aren't doing right? Women will say one thing, they mean another. They don't understand why they're responding to me saying no like a masculine man putting my foot down, being a challenge, being an alpha. I don't hold female shit showing her I have boundaries. I'm not easily won over. Your beauty doesn't impress me. I'm not being compliant because compliance in a man decreases attraction. But you guys still don't want to fucking listen to us. That's what pisses me off the most. I'm not going to tell you shit that doesn't work. Another thing that women always say, oh, we want the nice guy. What do they mean by that? I'm going to break it down right now for you. When women say they want the nice guy, they're mixing in half truths with half lies. Once again, what they don't tell you is they want that nice guy to have masculine alpha traits first. That guy they idealize, that strong masculine alpha male in their mind, they want him to be nice. Without those masculine alpha traits, you guys will creep out every single fucking girl you run into. That's why they're repulsed by the nice guy, but they say they want the nice guy. That's why you don't listen to female dating advice. Yeah, and a really good point on that is that, again, like we already mentioned, every woman has had a, in her quotations, toxic ex-boyfriend or toxic ex. Well, what they want, like Zar said there, is they want to be able to tame the alpha, the uncontrollable, the untamable. They want to be able to take that raw form of a man who's really like a bad boy. And she wants him to be nice to her. But if you're a nice guy, a pleaser, a guy that what women will say they want, but really they just want to tame that, you know, untamable bad boy. If you come as that nice guy package and then you start acting nice and all that with her, by the way, you're texting her or communicating with her, then to her, that's a turnoff that becomes a beta. So again, when women say they want a nice guy, they want that they're looking at that alpha in their mind. They go, well, I want him to be nice to me. But she wants that raw, that rawness of that bad boy. So when you hear nice guy, it's half the truth. Like he said there, it's she wants that bad boy guy that she can turn nice to her. But she doesn't want the nice guy in the street that's also nice to her. That becomes too easy. Oh, I already have this guy. Then her hypergamy goes, well, Maybe I can do better. And she starts to look for other men. Either way, you're on the back burner. If she can't find any other men, you became the highest one. She still was looking. So she won't treat you, treat you with that same amount of respect if it is if she saw you as her top option, no doubt.
I hope you guys understand that so we can move on to the next point. That's very important. We're not hating on the female uh, female dating coaches or their hustle. I understand. I just don't want you guys being played with. I don't want women playing possum with you. That's how I like to call it. We take this very seriously. We want to help you guys. What's the next point? All right. I got another one here. This is another one to be careful taking dating advice from. Now, I, I'm not going to say don't take your dating advice from other men. Of course, there's some that give good advice, some that give bad advice. But men that are married, and the reason I specifically say that is that men that are married can give you that you know, finish line that you might be looking for. Look, I got a great marriage with a woman and all that, and here's what I did to get her. But if a man hasn't been married and he was courting and dating the girl pre-COVID times, 2020, 2021, then you have to take his advice with a grain of salt because it was already things were already going more digital, more online with dating apps, social media, and all that. But then when we hit COVID, so many women went to all online. So that means that she can get uh, a tell or uh, attention and validation from men from her dating apps. She can get attention and validation from men on her social media. So if a guy hasn't been in the dating game for the last couple of years, it's a whole different game because if you tell her how you feel you tell, and you're just straightforward with her, like a lot of married guys will tell you to do, well, I was straightforward with my wife. Well, we live in a different time, even a couple of years from, you know, just from a couple of years ago because of the whole COVID era. So, so if a guy hasn't gone through the dating process in these recent years, He's going to give you advice that are going to get you friend zoned with most women. Because again, right, if you go back to always a woman's dating strategy, her mating strategy, we can't hate on this. This is just how it is. It's hypergamy. She wants the highest status man that she feels she can attain. So again, as soon as you tell her that she can attain you by showing her you're more interested in, in her than she is interested in you, that will always make her biological desire spark up in her so again with nowadays when she has dating apps social media and all that digital attention and validation to choose from if you show your cards too soon she actually looks over you where it might have worked in the past for a guy now that's married to a woman but again the game has changed i get so many messages from these married men that want to be on the podcast they can give other men great advice on marriages and i'm like Bro, you didn't get any women prior to your wife. Like, what are you realistically? I'm not hating on you. If you're married, good for you. Like, I'm happy you have a family, you have children. But majority of these married men, and I know because I know everything, I see everything. They are in sexless marriages. They go to strip clubs. They pay for prostitutes. They and some guys will tell you, oh, it's the same as if you're going out on a date with a girl, except you don't have to deal with the drama or bullshit. You might as well just pay for it. No, it's not. That is not the same. That is the worst dating advice I've ever fucking heard in my life. It requires no game to pay a girl and have her sleep with you, especially if you're married. To me, that is fucking pathetic. What are you going to teach these other men? I only respect the players, the guys who were getting women before they got married. Because if you're seasoned, at least you know what you're doing. You understand the game. Because men with experience, they're the ones that know how to have a long-term marriage. Not the men who never had experience and they had this arranged marriage through religion or, oh, you know, she she's the one we fell in love. She's my soulmate. I'm like, bro, like you've gotten like one or two girls your entire life. What are you talking about? Like men need experience in today's day and age. And I always get this as well. Oh, but you're fornicating. Um, you're not religious. And, you know, you have to wait until you get married. How are you sleeping with all these girls? Because I understand in order to have a successful marriage, I have to be seasoned and experienced with many, many women. Men have to. We don't come with these tests like women do. Women don't have to sleep with all these guys, but they want to do everything a man wants to do. Oh, if a man can do it, I can do it. No, a man's value increases when he has experience with women. A woman's value decreases the more experience she has with men sexually talking about sexually that's how it works men and women are not the same 
Ladies, you can do what you want to do. I don't care. If you want to be a bachelorette, whatever you want to sleep around, that's on you. But I understand the game. Yeah, yeah, that that's a, that's a good point, too, because, yeah, there's one thing is if a guy got married and it's like, hey, have you dated in today's dating age where it's totally different than when you met women? Also, though, some guys will try to give you advice and it's like their wife was a virgin when they got married or something like that or had one or two of a body count. That's awesome. Congrats for that guy. But that's not the situation for most women today. Very, very hard to find a woman who hasn't already had sex before because now you have that pair bonding and now you're competing in a sense with her ex-boyfriend, even if he was a toxic bad boy. So you still have to be able to pull a girl's emotions and really get her attracted to you far more than you did previously. So yeah, it's a different world. I've had some guys tell me it's like, hey, well, I'm married. I'm, I've been able to keep a girl. What do you know about dating and attraction, Adam? And it's like, well, okay. Is it harder to be able to get one girl and keep her um, happy? I'm using quotation marks for people that can't see this on video. Keep her happy with you and still getting some, you know, some sort of sex from her versus are you able to handle all different women from all different backgrounds, all different age groups, all different cultural ethnicities that they came from, different family backgrounds? If you're able to get women like that on their best behavior, then you're able to deal with women as a whole, right? There's a lot of patterns that women as a whole have. So again, if a guy's only had one or two partners or his wife has only had one or two partners, that's a different story than the women that we are dealing with today in the dating world. You don't have to love it, but this is the reality of it. So women today, you have to have more game in a sense because women today have been more gamed than any women in the past. And not only have the ability to get women, but also the ability to keep them in their feminine state, submissive, have them chasing you, begging for them to hang out with you being in a relationship with you. We're not just out here sleeping with a bunch of women who don't want to be in our lives, fellas. We know how to keep all different types of women. Doesn't matter what race, religion, age. Okay, as long as she's above 20. I don't know what the whole fascination is with I only date 18-year-olds, you know, with all these other YouTubers coming out to me. That's just fucking creepy. But we, we know how to keep an entire plethora of women. We're not just yeah. out here sleeping with them and then throwing them out on the streets. Like we don't then, do that. And I think again, a lot of the guys that are saying like 18 years old, whoever, like, again, like we said, it doesn't have to be 18 years old, but it's because women today, younger and younger are sleeping with more and more men. So by the time she's 18, she's probably had more experience than most women in the past had when they were getting married. And so like, even if we say 20, it's like, it's because more women are more sexually active, more experienced in the dating game than ever before, so that you have to have game when you're dealing with women because just getting her to your place is not the goal. It's like, how do you keep her attracted to you when she's got all these other guys that are vying for her attention? And there's a way to do that, but it's just you have to have game more now than you ever did in the past because of our you know, generation of time we're living in. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that on a different podcast, the whole 18-year-old, 19-year-old, and why I don't agree with it, because those young girls come with a lot of drama, and they need sexual attention and validation 24-7. You guys think it's just easy, oh yeah, I'm only dating 18-year-olds, good luck. Because those young girls, let me tell you something, they are out there hoeing more than the older women, because they were born in a different generation. You guys think that Younger girls don't come with a lot of trauma. Let me tell you something. If you're the type of dude who's a C-list YouTuber, whatever, or you're blown up on YouTube and these 18-year-olds are sleeping with you, you're probably number 20, maybe even more. Okay. Yeah, and I think and I think <laughs> they're it, sleeping it, around. It comes with the the kind of age you're at yourself. Like if mm -hmm. typically if you're an older guy, you want to be settling down with a younger woman. But I know guys that are 50 that are looking for a girl that's late 20s not young 20s because she's at a different you know time in her life so but i think the main key is most men do look for younger women and part of that is you know she comes with less baggage less experience and depending where you're at in your life especially these days 
that's nice. It's helpful because then you can give her these experiences she hasn't had yet rather than all the other, you know, exes in her life that have already given it to her if she's 45 now. Yeah. But the the guys that brag about I only date 18 year old girls, I guarantee you those 18 year olds have only fans. They're low quality women. That's what I'm trying to say. Are there some good, high quality feminine 18 year olds? Of course, who are still virgins. They don't have trauma. Yes. But you really need to be that high value dude who has game to keep her. That's what I'm saying. So don't feed into the hype. My sweet spot is 25 years old. If you want to get in a relationship and build something with a girl, 25 years old, that's when she's emotionally mature. I would hope. Okay, there are exceptions. I've met some 18, 19 year olds that are emotionally mature, but it's rare. Okay. My next bullshit advice that I've heard over and over again, especially from the red pill community, you never validate a girl, never validate your girl. If she's sending you pictures, don't validate her. Don't show her your appreciation. Don't do any of that. I was dealing with a guy who's in my membership, met this girl in Dubai and they kicked it off. They slept with each other. He really likes her. She really liked him. She was texting him all the time. She was starting to send him sexy pictures. She would wake up in the morning, send him pictures of her laying in bed, out of the shower, whatever. Girls will do this, fellas. He listened to a very big bullshit podcast. I don't want to say the name. It's all over YouTube. You see these clips. I am going to say the name because I can't fucking stand them. Fresh and fit. Myron, okay, and the other dude's name. I don't know his name. So he said, oh, but they said never to validate a girl. This is what happens, fellas. And then you come asking me, crying to me, oh, but she was sending me pics and she was texting me all the time and, and now she doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, because you listen to bullshit advice. That's why. When a girl is sending you pictures that you already built the attachment with, you know she likes you, she earned it, not in the beginning. I understand you don't want to validate them too much in the beginning. It, there's nothing wrong with using your mouthpiece and your charm and charisma when a girl sends you a picture. That's what the players are doing. That's what me and the texting prince are doing. That's why we keep these women. We know what they want to hear. Their orgasm is between their ears, fellas. But you guys don't want to validate them. You want to say something stupid when they send you a picture. Now they're disappointed. They're upset, they're disappointed because every time they send you a pic or they try to be cute with you or they try to seek your validation, they're trying to have you elicit an emotional response from them. Okay? They want you to elicit some type of emotion from them, I mean. A positive emotion. Say something, fellas. If she sends you a picture of her waking up and the sunlight's hitting her eyes, I would text her, wow, babe, I wish I woke up with you in the morning so uh, I, I could look at those eyes. I don't know. I could wake up and stare at those eyes. Whatever. You don't have to be a beta male about it. You don't have to put her up on a pedestal and 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 be a, a, a complete simp about it. I'm not telling you to overcompliment them. But be creative, man. This is why they don't text you anymore. And guess what? They're sending those pictures to another guy now who is showing them that appreciation. Girls need validation from that guy that they look up to. They want to hear it from you. But you guys believe this bullshit to never. When you ask a girl out on a date, you're already validating her. When you text a girl, you're showing her your validation. When you want to hang out with her and talk to her on the phone, you're already showing her your validation. When I approach a girl, I'm showing her my validation. This is the dumbest advice you guys can ever fucking take. Stop listening to red pillars who never got women before. Should you validate her in the beginning when she's sending you pictures right before you even slept with her? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying once the attachment has already been built, you guys are messaging one another, talking on a cons consistent basis. Yes validate her i've had girls send me pics of them getting their nails done oh do you like the color of my nails i validate them oh i just got my hair done i just left the salon they send me pictures i validate them 
I say something charming. I say something charismatic. Oh my God, babe, your lips. I wish I can have you right now. Oh my God, babe, black looks so good on you. I can't wait to rip your clothes off later when I see you. But you guys don't want to, and this is what I mean, texting Prince. This is the bullshit I'm talking about because now I get hit up constantly. Where did I go wrong? What, what do I do now? She hasn't hit me up in a week yet because all she gets is fucking disappointment from you. That's why she doesn't want to hit you up. Right? A girl sends you a picture of, of her beautiful face. Wow, that face just woke me up. I was going to go have a cup of coffee. I don't even need one anymore. Whatever, guys. Just say something charming and charismatic. It's okay to validate a girl. Yeah, I think this is a good because it, there is a fine line between overvalidating and not validating. And so a fine a line I draw is that it's what you want her to continue doing for you is things you want to validate. So, for instance, mm -hmm. if a girl posts a picture of her nails on social media, I'm not going to like that post or validate it at all because I don't want her blown up social media. But if she sends me an individual picture and I want a girl to send me individual pictures, that's when you can validate because you're getting more of what you want. So that's where you'd go wrong is if a girl posts something on social media and you validate her. Well, no, because now you're validating her posting to social media. So it's when she does something for you individually. Like if a girl sends me a, a you know, a naughty pic, we want to call it a sexual picture, she sends it to me through text, right? That's what I'm going to validate her versus if she sends some bikini pic on, you know, social media, I'm not going to like that. I'm not going to validate it, validate it in any way because that would be uh, reinforcing what she just did. So if you're reinforcing the wrong things, like a girl, you know, looks good. And the first thing you say when you meet her is you go, oh, you're so beautiful, right? You're validating that she's dressing up for everybody versus if a girl comes over to my place and I'm in sweats and we're just going to hang out and watch a movie and she shows up all cute in a dress and like heels or something like that, I'm going to validate her because I want her to look really good when she comes to hang out with me. So it's okay to validate, just validate the things that you want to see more of which is why when she's sending you an individual picture, yeah, you can validate that. If she's showing up for you really sexy, wearing clothes you really like, you can validate that. Versus if she's showing up for every other guy, maybe you don't want to validate that because now she's learning, oh, I get attention from my guy when I dress sexy, but she's at the club when she does it. Now she's getting validation for dressing sexy at the club, which is something you probably don't want to do if you want a relationship with her. So it's selective validation. When she does things that you like, acknowledge her, validate her. When she does something that you want to see less of or don't want to see at all, I ignore it. I don't validate it in any way. If she says, did you see that picture I posted on social media? I go, no. If you have a picture, send it to me. I want her to text it to me first before I'm going to validate that so that she knows that when she sends pictures to me, she can get validation. If she posted to social media, she's going to get zero validation from me. I love that you mentioned that because that's 100% accurate. Don't validate them on social media because they're showing the entire world those pictures and those videos, whatever they're posting. I don't care about that. I like to feel a little special. If you want me to validate you, you send me separate pictures that no one else gets to see. I'll validate her because I want to keep getting those pictures from her. But I'm not going to disappoint her. I'm not going to leave her on read and ignore those pictures. Or say something dumb like, oh, wow, it's a beautiful carpet you have there. Or ignore, right? Oh, that's a beautiful couch. Where'd you get it? And you're just ignoring the picture. Okay. The players know, like, you guys act like we haven't been doing this for years. But these guys come in, these dorks, who never got women before. And now all of a sudden they tell you, don't validate a girl. So what the fuck have we been doing this whole time? <laughs> Why are we able to keep women, right? Because we know what they want to hear. You know, but it wasn't his fault. I understand. This is what happens when you listen to the wrong advice. Yep. Uh, all right. One I got here for, uh, we talked about this a little bit, but well, off podcast. No means no. So when you get the, the advice, no means no. Now, there's two different sides of this. Some people will say no means no. Be careful, false allegations, all that. And they'll say like, no means no. Other people will say no doesn't really mean no with a woman. So they get you to push something that's not there 
And then it's like, now you're looking at a false allegation. So the thing with no means no is there's definitely a difference in when you're interacting with a, with a woman. For instance, if I go on a date with a girl and she's like looking at me like, you know, I'm not going to come to your place the first time. But she's saying it with those eyes where I'm like, yeah, she she is going to. I just need to charm her enough. Then I know that no doesn't mean no because she's giving me all the signs. She's leaning in when she talks. She's giving me kind of like those those eyes like, well, you know, I'm not going to come over with you. And she actually is giving she's trying to put plausible deniability out there so she doesn't feel as bad when she goes home with me versus. So on those cases, no doesn't mean no. But when when people say no doesn't mean no, keep pushing through. That's totally wrong, too, because if a woman says no and she's not giving you any of the signs, that does not mean no means yes. That means you're pushing something that's not there. So no means no on a whole is bad advice because it's definitely more gray area than that. It's not black. It's not white. So you really got to know. And I would err on the side of no means no is in like, don't push it further. That's the side I would err on. But there's a totally different atmosphere when, like I said, if a girl's like, well, I'm not going to come home with you. And she like looks at you and kind of gives you that side eye look. And you can tell the butterflies like she, it's all there. If you don't know, here's what I would say. If you're not quite sure, you can't read those signs where you go, that no means a yes. Then no means no. Err on the side of no means no. And no means no means back off, give her space, but play it off cool. Not like, oh, I overstepped my boundaries. I shouldn't have said that. No, if no, if you're not getting the feeling in your stomach where that no means yes, that no means no, but play it off cool. It's like, don't apologize for what you said, but it's more of like, back up, give her space. If you're leaning in when you said something and she didn't take it the right way, back off, lean backwards to where you're leaning backwards out of, uh, you're not 50% leaned at her, right? You want to back off more and see now if she starts to lean into you and she starts to find reasons to touch you. Then that more means like the green light's more on. So no means no, err on the side of caution that no actually means no. And then when you have that that game filter on where you're like, that no means yes, then that just means, oh, she just needs more charm to it. But if you can't really feel that, then expect that no means no and back off, lean backwards, let her come to you before you're trying to get in that mode of like escalating it further, touching wise or sexually. If if you guys aren't socially calibrated, like me and the texting prince are or someone who has advanced game, no means no for you. If you don't have experience dealing with this, do not push it. I'll give you two separate examples. One of my exes told me she went out on a date with this one guy. She found him attractive. She was in his car. He tried doing stuff with her, and she told him no. She was basically pushing him off. He wouldn't take no for an answer. He kept being pushy about it. She said it was the most unattractive feeling she's ever felt. She was repulsed by it. She never talked to that guy again. She couldn't wait to, to leave his presence. Now, I was at this Ecuadorian's house about three weeks ago. First time at her place. We're chilling there. I know she's attracted to me. We're watching a movie. She barely spoke English, but good enough for me to understand. I kept trying to make my moves. I was hooking up with her. She kept saying, no, no. I know she was playing a little hard to get. She didn't want to look easy. I know how to play that part. I pull back, relax as if nothing happened. Continue watching the movie. 20 minutes later, I try kissing her again, making out with her. Tried again. She said, no, no. Okay. Backed off again. I wasn't pushy. I know she wanted it. I could tell. I could read women's energy, energies very well, fellas. A lot of you guys can't do that. I don't want you pushing it. Then she ended up giving me a handy dandy. One thing led to another. And, you know, her World War II cannons were on my you know what. Okay. Then she drags me into her bedroom. It it happens like that, fellas. But I am socially calibrated enough, and so is the texting prince, to know how to play that. But if she's aggressively saying no, and you can sense the tension in the room, that's it. I'm done. I back off. I never want to be that guy that ever pushes up on a girl when I'm not welcomed. I don't like that feeling. They don't either. 
You got one for us, sir? Yes. So, you know, you have a lot of big social media influencers who talk about this. Every man should have his girl's passwords to her social media, the password to her phone, so you could check up on her, look at her messages, look at her Instagram DMs, make sure she's behaving. Basically controlling her. Okay, this is what it comes down to is you controlling her. This is the most insecure shit you guys can ever do with a girl. I'd be damned if I ever even need my girl's passwords to her phone, to her social media, because I'm my reasoning is this. Why the fuck would I want to be with a girl that I can't trust? Why do I want to be with a girl that I have to micromanage? Once you guys break that bond with a girl, once a girl knows that you don't trust her, all those endorphins she had for you, all that serotonin, all that oxytocin, you can kiss that shit goodbye. You can kiss that shit goodbye. And it's only a matter of time before she does what she wants to do. You can't stop a hoe from being a hoe. They just get smarter with this shit. You might go through her phone. They're still going to find a way to cheat on you if they want to cheat on you. They're still going to find a way to talk to that dude that they want to talk to. This is the most insecure shit I've ever heard in my life. The girls I date now, they don't go through my phone. They don't ask to go through my phone. We don't share locations. I don't go through their phone. They know if they violate me, we're fucking done. That's how quick I'm gone. They don't want to lose me. I trust them. You guys have to start looking in the mirror and asking yourself, why am I with this girl if I need her passwords? Why? This is some of the dumbest fucking advice I've ever heard. And let me tell you guys something right now. Over, I'd say 96% of you guys, right? When you go through a girl's phone, even if you do find something, you find a text message from a guy or a DM from a guy, and you see her flirting with him or see, you see her talking to someone, over 90, 96% of you guys, or 97, maybe even 99, you ain't going to do shit. You're not going to do shit about it. You're still not going to leave her. All you're going to do is engage in an argument with her. You're going to act emotional. Now you look like a bitch in her eyes. You're acting insecure. She's going to cheat on you regardless. At that point now, you showed her your true colors. You're not that confident man she thought you were. Even if you don't find anything, you guys are going to think she deleted it. This is what happens. You get that short-term gratification. When you go through her phone, you don't find anything. But the second you do it once, fellas, you're going to want to keep doing it until you find something. You're going to project your insecurities onto your girl. And watch how quickly she leaves you. She loses attraction for you. Or even worse, she cheats on you. You don't have to take my word for it. I've been there before, fellas. I've went through a girl's phone. She went through mine. Do you guys want to know how that relationship ended? It's the same girl that broke into my parents' place, stole money from her. That's how it fucking ended. There's nothing good that ever comes from never trusting your girl and her never trusting you. Majority of the times, they're projecting when they go through your phone. Majority of the times, the girl is projecting. Don't ever let a woman go through your phone without your permission, fellas. That is highly disrespectful. We already mentioned this on another podcast. I don't have to go over it again. But I'm not going to be with a girl whose phone I have to constantly keep in check. Picture yourself at a job. You've been working there for quite some time. The manager is up your ass constantly looking at everything you're doing. The boss is up your ass constantly looking at everything you're doing. How do you feel working there, being micromanaged? You feel suffocated. You don't want to be there anymore. How do you think your girl feels when you're constantly micromanaging her? She gets the same feeling. And it's human nature to start becoming rebellious and to start building resentment. People don't like to be controlled. What you guys have to do and what we're teaching you how to do in our courses is how to control her mind. When you can control a girl's mind, 
her body, her heart will follow. Stop trying to control them physically. It never works. It never has worked. It never will work. The men that are good with women, we control what's inside of here. That is 100% of the work right there. Don't listen to these influencers. I'm not going to say any names with this person or these people because I respect them. I don't respect Fresh and Fit. That's why I said their podcast. Fuck them. But these guys, I respect. I'm not going to say their name, okay? Yeah, and on that, like, I'm always, but I'll preface this with I'm I'm always single. And it's like, I'm not looking for a relationship. So I never care to look for a girl's phone through a f- girl's phone. And I don't expect that she'll look through mine. To the guys, because I know that that is a popular trend, kind of like looking f- through her phone or seeing where, you know, wh- what she's up to. I still will never give that advice of looking through a girl's phone. If you're curious, I would say good signs to see. I'm not going to say, you know, bad signs to see, because again, I don't want you to get suspicious and, and lean towards looking for a phone. But like, so I had a girl over last night and I would say a good sign is when she doesn't even know where her phone is. There were multiple times where I was like, Hey, what time is it? you know, expecting she had her phone on her and she's like uh, looking at me. She goes, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know where my phone is at. Those are good signs. Cause she's not guarding her phone, right? She's not looking at her phone um, for something. Another thing is we played a drinking game last night. We watched Hubie Halloween on Netflix with Adam Silner, but we made a drinking game out of it. So I just screenshotted the drinking game that I Googled and I sent it to her phone. I was like, all right, cool. That way you have it in case we need to remember the drinking rules. And again, she's like, Oh, I don't even know where my phone's at. So those are good signs. Or if you're like sending the drinking game to a girl and it's like, all right, now we have in your phone in case we need to look at it. If she's all protective of her phone, that's, you know, when you'd be a little bit more worried, but she was like, she didn't care. She had her phone facing upwards. She's like, oh, I don't really, you know, I don't know where my phone's at. I don't care where my phone's at. Those are signs that are good signs. Again, if that's not the case, it's not like get suspicious and look for it through her phone because I will never recommend that. But if to those guys that are curious, there's smarter ways you can do it without looking completely um, self-conscious and looking completely controlling like that. It's like those little things like, oh, yeah, I just sent it to your phone. So we have it. And if she's like, oh, where's my phone? And she's all guarding it. Yeah, okay, maybe that's a little worse, but it's a really good sign when a girl's like, oh, I don't care. Or if a girl if you if she's like, hey, can you hear my phone? And you and she like trusts you to go grab it and give it to her. Those are more like good signs because she's not worried that you're going to take it and look through her phone. Again, she shouldn't get that vibe from you anyway, that you're the guy that's going to do that. But those are good signs you can tell that's like, okay, she really doesn't care that I have her phone or that it's near me. Oh, I'm looking good. Yeah. And just because a girl brings her phone into the bathroom, fellas, that doesn't mean she's necessarily cheating on you. How many times do you bring your phone in to the bathroom when you're taking a shit, whatever you're doing in there? We're just bonded to our phones like every like the things we do. We're bonded to our phones. We constantly need our phones next to us. Doesn't mean we're we're cheating on her. Or we're texting another girl behind her back. Right. People nowadays, they just need their phones to be around them. But if it's a, a like a good girl won't care, she'll leave her phone. You know, you're right. You're right about that. But I don't want guys to think just because, oh, she's bringing her phone into the. Yeah, back, she's cheating. I, I don't want guys to get suspicious, but that's just, yeah. you know, the the flip side of, you know, the guys that are like trying to grab her phone and see how she reacts. It's like you can be smarter about it to where if you're actually suspicious, like, you know, those little things. But again, yeah, I don't want to be with a girl that I'm worried about her phone anyway, so. And you're justifying it. If you go through their phone, you're basically justifying why they should cheat on you. It's like, well, he doesn't trust me anyway, so I might as well just go do it. He's being an immature beta male barnacle about it, acting like a bitch, tempers flaring, like, oh, what, what, why did you freak out when I tried reaching for your phone? Now you're starting a fight. It just shows insecurities, fellas. Once again, we're gonna end. we're going to end this point right here. If you have to go through a girl's phone and you say, oh, it's not insecure, I should go through my girl's privacy if we touch each other's private parts. You know, there's a new saying out right now. Ask yourself, why am I in this relationship to begin with? If you have any suspicion, you don't trust your girl. Why are you in that fucking relationship? Now, if she has 
provocative pictures plastered all over her social media. I understand you're not going to change that girl. That's who she is already. Okay. I understand that. But if she's a good quality girl, she doesn't have provocative pictures. And then all of a sudden she starts posting them. That's a big problem. That's a, that, that she's going back in the market. We talked about that. Okay. But there's no need for you to go through her phone because like I said, majority of you guys ain't going to do shit about it. You're not going to leave her. Regardless, you don't have that type of balls. The only person who had the balls to leave his girl that I know is my brother. And I was there to witness it. When she went in the shower, he had suspicions that she cheated on him. He went through her phone and he found what he needed to found. find. After she got out of the shower, he told her to pack her shit and get the fuck out. He never, ever got back together with that girl. Most of you guys aren't ready for that. All right. So the last one I have on my sheet, of course, if you have more, we can we can chat about them, um, is uh, the advice of like, ask her out, right? Just the straight ask her out. So a lot of advice I hear from women or men dating coaches is basically what's the worst that could happen? Ask her out. If you're not sure, ask her out. And I think that sets a bad precedent. I ask a girl out when I'm getting signs that she wants to be asked out. For instance, in texting, when she's double texting you, she's restarting conversations with you when you didn't respond last or you responded with something, you know, short and she, she's like trying to get asked out. That's when I ask a girl out the guys that go, well, there's, you know, you text her twice and there, you know, she didn't text back. So there's nothing you can lose by asking her out. I think that's not only terrible advice because now that girl, if you rematch with her on a dating app, she's going to go, oh, that's that overly aggressive, needy guy. I don't want him. Girls also talk. So she's going to talk to her friends. If her friend matches with you, she's going to be like, oh, that guy couldn't take no for an answer. So you have your pride to lose, of course, with that. It also sets that bad habit out again because now you're grasping at straws when they're not there. You're asking a girl out when she's not giving you that in. If you pay attention, you know what to pay attention to, women will give you all the signs that they are ready to be asked out. Again, like I said, she's double texting you. She's starting conversations in that text. Um, a really obvious one, again, is that I like to you know, see when I ask a girl out is she just says like, hey, when can we get together? I want to see you. When can we meet up? Those are really obvious signs. There's other more obvious signs, but if you're not getting the sign and you're hearing guys go, well, what's the worst that can happen? It's like, one, you make bad habits. Two, you ruin your pride and dignity. And three, you lose your chances at that girl again in the future when she's ready. Maybe she's just seeing a guy right now and she needed some space or all of her friends that she talks to about that. Oh, I matched with that guy and he, I didn't even show I was interested, but he kept trying to ask me out. I think that's really bad advice. That's advice for guys that don't understand how to read between the lines of women's language. So if you hear that, be wary. Yeah, it's it's another way of saying, oh, make your intentions known, right? Just make your intentions known. Guys, you're playing the numbers game here. We don't play the numbers game. We don't do that. We see our target. We're like a stealth bomber. We're like a sniper. Okay, because I guarantee you. Nine times out of 10, if we go out with a girl, we're going to sleep with them. Once they're already out on that date, we're going to sleep with them eventually. We're in no rush. That's the kind of game we have. I swear to you, I don't play a numbers game. That's a waste of fucking time. For the guys that say, oh, just ask out 120 women and you know, you're going to end up sleeping with 10 of them. That's a bad percentage compared to us asking out 10 girls and sleeping with nine of them. That's a very bad percentage compared to our 90%. Okay, so... Build a connection with these girls. Women like to be seduced. They like the game. They don't like a guy that just gets right into it. Okay. It destroys the fantasy for them. It destroys the imagination for them. That you want them to build up in their mind when it comes to you. So if you're on dating apps, don't just get right to the point and make her intentions known. Build rapport with her. FaceTime her. That's what I do. I FaceTime her because I want to know, am I wasting my fucking time with this girl? Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, because even if even the guys that whatever their percentage is, ask 120 girls out and this many girls actually meet up with you. It's like, even if that were the case and there was a foolproof system, you knew I ask out 100 girls, I get four girls out on dates. Well, how many of those percentage too did you think you got a date you know, lined up because she finally agreed just to get you off her back. But now Tuesday rolls around and you're ready for a date and she cancels on you last minute. That's a total waste of your time, your freedom, your energy, your entire availability for that night. So that is another reason why, like, I don't rush a date if a girl isn't showing me she wants to go on a date. Because when I set up a date, I want to set it up, be done. I know she's showing up. I don't want to try to claw my way. Oh, this girl finally agreed to go on a date with me. And then all of a sudden the day of she, you know, flakes out on you for some silly reason. And you're believing that reason. Oh, her, her brother got terminally ill and he, she couldn't meet up with me. It's like, obviously if that happens, you know, sorry for the brother, but in most cases, right. A girl just agreed to meet up and then she gave you some lame excuse for you to keep that hope alive. So that if she ever has, something back out in the future she can text you for a backup plan when she's you know she got bailed on by the guy she really wanted to see and she's like well at least this guy will come out and see me tonight you never want to be in that position so just blindly asking girls out without the signs really bad advice to me yeah you need the texting game and we'll also teach that in our program um we'll make an announcement at the end of the podcast but you need to have texting game the dating app game you need to understand the messaging game don't be so quick just to get a date with her and, and make your intentions known because, it, you know, women are like, God damn, can I at least get to know you first? <laughs> like, holy shit. That's like a girl asking you, how much money do you make? And you're like, what the fuck? Like, at least ask me my name or, you know, find out other things about me. <laughs> it's, it's it's a turnoff. Okay. Get to know a girl. These red pillars, I'm telling you, the ones that are big on YouTube, they don't get women. You think they get women. I've seen the women they get. They're like fours and fives on the Richter scale. Okay. They're nothing special because, oh, they make their intentions known. It's it's a numbers game for them. They're not a stealth bomber like we are. They're not snipers like we are. They have a machine gun that's very inaccurate. Okay. Don't be that guy. Learn the game and focus on the target. Learn how to seduce them, how to ask them out on a date how to seal the deal properly. Okay. All right, you got, do you have like your last best one where an hour? Yes, yes, okay. All right. So this one's a big one. You hear this with the red pillars as well. Oh, destroy her ego and confidence. Lower your girl's self-esteem with, what do they call that? Dread game, right? This is possibly the dumbest and we said some dumb advice we said some of the most dumbest advices that we've heard on here this is possibly the dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life if you treat your girl by pushing her confidence down to the bottom of the river she becomes a bottom feeder she will bite anything on that hook which means any guy that comes her way guys like us we could spot these women a mile away whose egos have been destroyed whose confidence has been destroyed all it takes is a genuine compliment from us. That's it. They're on the hook. Making your girl vulnerable by destroying her armor makes it easier for other players to pierce her in the bedroom. Men like myself, men like the texting prince, the other players, we can spot these women a mile away. That's the type of game we have. We know what a woman's about with the energy she carries, fellas. We know how much confidence she has. We know how low her self-esteem is. We know how high her self-esteem is. We know how easy it is to pick them up. Ask me how I know this. This is how I got my ex-girlfriend who was with a man like this for five years. Her first boyfriend. He destroyed her self-esteem to the point of her being vulnerable. And guess what? I got her. And she was cheating on him in the college parking lot with me as he was calling her 30 times in a row. I'll never forget this. And I got in a relationship with her after because I was the guy that was uplifting her. I was showing her appreciation. Her man never did that. I was the guy building her confidence up. She, she wanted nothing to do with her ex anymore at that point. When your woman walks with confidence, fellas, and you're the man who uplifts her, it's harder for men to even approach her. 
why would she give what she has with you up for one of these other scrubs? You're the guy she feels complete with. Don't ever, ever try to destroy your girl's ego. Oh, you got to lower her self-esteem and she's getting a little too confident. No, I want my woman to be confident. The healthiest women are the ones that have the highest self-esteem and the ones that are confident with inner, inner feminine grace because of their man. Yeah, and uh, another good point with that too is, right, that selective validation then. So for instance, right, you don't want the girl that's going to look completely sexy for every other guy out in the club. So when you show up with her at the club and she looks all scandalous and sexy, when you compliment that, yeah, that builds her ego, but that's building it in the area where it's out for public display versus that, right? If I have a girl coming over and she got all done up and dressed up for just me, she just came over to see me for that night. That's when I want to build her up, right? Oh man, you looked all, you dressed like this for me. You, you looked all good like this for me. That's when she's now getting that confidence boost, but she's getting that confidence boost for me versus if she looks all, she, she posts that bikini, bikini pic and you're like, well, I got to build her confidence. And you type that in social media. She's building that confidence boost by posting pictures outwards to other people. So that selective validation is really good with that, where it's like framing it in such a way of like, wow, you, you, you looked all good for me. And now when she's with you, she's getting that confidence boost versus when she's displaying it out to the world. I want you guys to watch this scene on YouTube. Casino Royale with James Bond. Daniel Craig plays James Bond. When he goes to play poker and there's this Middle Eastern guy across from him. And his beautiful wife comes up to the Middle Eastern guy. She tries asking him something and he just like tells her to go away. Basically, he ignored her. And James Bond, Daniel Craig, he notices this and he looks at her. She looks at him and he gives her that sly smile. Her husband was destroying her ego, destroying her confidence. And you could see that. He saw that. So then the, the Middle Eastern guy bets in his, his car keys, right, into the hand, and he loses. Okay. So he goes outside. He starts flirting with that man's wife. And guess what? <laughs> Not even 30 minutes later, she was in his hotel room. That's how easy these women are, fellas, especially the married ones. Ask me how I know this. I'm not going to get into that. But they tell me everything about their husbands, the way they treat them. They destroy their confidence. They destroy their ego. They don't uplift them. They don't help raise their self-esteem. These are the easiest women to fucking sleep with. Don't be that guy. You have to show your woman appreciation. If she shows you admiration, you have to show her appreciation. That's how it works. It goes hand in hand. Some women need more positive affirmations than other others. Some women need um, more. How do I say? Some women need a man that knows how to build their confidence up. Okay, you gotta. You have to be that that rock, that boulder, with her waves of emotions. But you you have to show her appreciation. I can't stress that enough. I'm not telling you to be a simp or to put her up on a pedestal and to kiss the floor she walks on. I'm not telling you to do that. But I'm telling you, don't ever hurt her ego. Don't say something you're going to regret to her. Don't ignore her when she wants to communicate with you. Don't ignore her needs. Yeah. Goes back to that selective validation. You appreciate the things that you want to see more of. You ignore those things that you don't want to see any more of. Um, and so that wraps up our episode, guys, for some of the worst dating advice you'd hear. Uh, we got a special announcement. So this is going to be our first ever product we have done together. So Zara and I, this is going to be a podcast exclusive. Those of you guys have, have been listening to the podcast um, we're going to do a starting November 28th, we're going to start a five week coaching program. And that will entail five straight weeks of Zara and I, both of us live giving, and we're only going to take 10 guys. So we want 10 guys to join up this exclusive uh, program. And we're going to help you take care of every situation, every game need that you have. 
So that means if you've taken Zara's products and you don't have an online dating or texting product yet, and you join this group, you're going to get that from me. I'm going to give you access to my best texting product or best online dating product. Vice versa, if you've got a program for me and you want some more relationship or dating advice, we're going to give you Zara's program. So if you join this select group of 10 guys, you're going to have everything at your that you need to dominate dating, the dating life, the dating world. If you don't have a program yet, we're going to hook you up and then we're going to have five straight weeks of live coaching to go over any situation you have. Your online dating profile is not working out. We got you. Oh, texting's not working out. We got you. You have a dating situation that's not working out. We got you. So we're going to both be here to help you guys out. And if you join before November 28th, when we you know have this official announcement, there's an early bird special. So $599, you're going to get five straight weeks. That's five hours of coaching each one hour session of Zara and I, both of us, plus any dating program that you need from us to help you out on this. Uh, the price is going to go up after this. We're going to finalize the details depending on what 10 guys we get. But early bird special right now. And since we don't have a link up for this, that's where if you email myself at support at textingprints.com or czar at czar of dating at gmail.com. Yeah, we're only taking 10 guys. So if you want in, send us an email. Let us know you want in on that specialized coaching group. It's only going to be 10 so that you have every any and every question answered. And if you can't make our live coaching events, we'll have those on replay for you to go over all the questions as well. So that will be kicking off November 28th. Uh, right now we have a Sunday night time that we'll do our live calls. But depending on the 10 guys that join, we're going to try to work with your schedules to make those the best days or times that you'll be able to catch those live calls. But you'll have everything taken care of. This is the time to really get it sorted out because you have us live with you handling all your questions, all your situations. Plus, you have all of our best dating programs available to help you out. Or they could spend $6,000 and talk to a female dating coach for 45 minutes. Yeah, this is going to tell you yeah, <laughs> totally exactly what you she wants to hear, but not what she's attracted to. Exactly. If you guys want to be good, if you want, if you guys want to become masters at the game, listen to us, join our program. If you want to remain that guy you are, go listen to the female dating coaches, buy their programs. We don't care. We want 10 men because we don't want you to be as diluted so we can focus on all your problems and teach you the game. You have over $300 of free value with my courses and also the texting princes. Okay. Yep. Which is up Any there. Course this you is need. a great value. Any course you need. And you'll Plus get our mine, live coaching. And, and the live coaching. And you'll get mine for free. The workout attraction relationship. Yep. You got mine too for free. I got my VIP membership. I got online dating program and texting program. You got it all covered between us. It'll be exciting. The first ever launch of the co-dating coaching program we got between us too. So send us an email, let us know, and November 28th will be the start date for that. So get in now for that early bird special and to make one of the 10 guys. We love you guys. We're here to help you. That's the brutal truth. We do this because we're passionate about this. A lot of the red pillars out there, the YouTubers, they they do it to instill fear in you guys. They come up with shit because it brings in mad views. They get in a lot of views, a lot of followers. We don't care. We'd rather take the slow route doing what we love to do, helping you guys. Okay? We really do this. We've been out here doing this for over 15 years of our fucking lives. Yep. Love to see you guys in that. Uh, thanks for listening again. Thank take you. care.